Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. I have Brian Silverbacks with me on this podcast, and we're going to talk about Bad Boys for Life. It's going to be spoilers, so y'all be warned. And also, we're going to talk about Brian Silverbacks' upcoming book called Loggerhead. Hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. I got a special guest with me tonight, Brian Silverback. It's Silverbacks with an X. Backs. Backs. Silverbacks. Backs. What's up, Amos? What's up, man? I'll catch you on this podcast for a movie we seen the other day. A matter of fact, we saw it yesterday. Um, Correct. It's called Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys, Bad Boys, Bad Boys 3. <laughs> bad Boys 3. So yeah, it's been a while since Bad Boys, you know, like since the first one or, or you know, even the second one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I called you up, man, the, about two days prior or the day before the movie. No, it was two days prior. I said, yo, man, I'm going to check out Bad Boys 3. And I said, I'm doing yeah, this man. because I got free free popcorn. <laughs> Dude, you you that free popcorn meant a lot to you. Yes, it did, man. It really, it really did. It really mean a lot to me. You know, but I ain't pay for the drink though. But hey, the first Bad Boys came out in 1995, dude. Damn, dude, I was in high school. Yeah, I Bad was in, Boys. Damn, son, I was in high school, dude. High Where school. the second one come out? Bad Boys. 2005. 2003. Three. Oh shit. 2003. Damn. So that means they waited eight years to make the sequel. And then they waited another eight years <laughs> to make the other sequel. So are we going to be actually, before we start this podcast, it's going to be spoilers. I'm going to put that out there for this movie. So that's, that's um that people know, okay? You know, Brian, are you good with that? All right, but before, before, before we do that, so if anyone's listening, before we spoil everything, I will say that I really enjoyed this movie, and I think it was better than the second one. And I'm going to tell you this. I really enjoy this movie. I think it's better than the first and the second one. All right. So now we can say spoilers. Like, now turn it off if you don't want to hear any more. That's right. If you don't want to hear any more, just don't listen to the podcast at all. Wait till you see the movie. That's all I got to say. They may have already listened a little bit. Yeah. You know. But you know... But you know what? The other two movies were were directed directed by Michael Bay. And Correct. this was not directed by Michael Bay. It was directed by two guys, two directors. They, they share the duties of being directors. I, I to say Adele L. Abari yeah. and Balal Fahala. Fala. Yeah, thanks for pronouncing that because I would kind of mess it up. <laughs> well, I know that I messed it up too, but yes. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it looks like uh before Bad Boys for Life, one of the directors directed a Wiz Khalifa short film, really? and and not much else. And then let me see what this other guy Bali Fahala. Oh yeah, I'm looking uh, at it right oh, now. Okay, so they work as a team. So they've done maybe a handful of things. This was their breakout. This was their all in. 
And it, I mean, honestly, man, I think they did a good job of this movie as 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 far as a they first blockbuster, I guess you say, because it's an action movie, and they got um eight listers on there. Do you wanna do you wanna talk about the movie, like the story in the movie, or do you wanna talk about like the extra stuff? I don't want anyone to get in detail with. Well, we want to talk about the movie brief, the story briefly, because when I watched it after watching the movie and just thinking about it, man, and the previous movies. This movie right here had more story, more of the background for Mike um, Will Smith character, uh, Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. Lowry. <laughs> yeah, Bulletproof Lowry. Mike. <laughs> yeah, so it was more of his story. And it also was Martin's story too, man. But it was bas- basically, I can't say it, basically on his on Mike Lowry's story, if you want to say it like that. So it was. I think it was more of his story, and, and it was more. I, I disagree. I think it was. It, it felt equally Martin Lawrence, yeah. Will Smith, and then the new team. Like all, like those were the three big. Well, and the whole the, the bad guys. Oh, the bad guys, you of know? course. But the, the, um, so for me, I mean, I probably so man. It's probably equally balanced. It was probably balanced. But I mean, to me though, I think later on in the movie. But you know, Martin Lawrence character I can't get this name. What's the fuck is it? What's his name in the movie, man? Um, Marcus. Marcus. So Marcus was more of a. He's a family man. He settled down. He want to retire and everything. He's still Will Smith, Mike. Mike. He, he was trying. To, I thought he was trying to retire at the first. At, at the second bad boy. He was. <laughs> he was trying to retire. Still isn't retired. No, he is not retired at all. But I mean, going. You know, it was Mike. He was trying to tell Mike. You know, you need to settle down, man. This is it. You know, you can't do this shit forever. You know, and you know, and Will Smith character said, I mean, Mike was saying, yo, I'm going to do this when I'm 100, 100. He said 100. He said 100. <laughs> so, I mean, it was more, you know, you're right, it's both their stories. I mean, because they they partners. But, you know, later on in the movie, it focused more on Mike Lowry, man. Later on in well, the movie. It, it did focus on him because of the whole connection to the bad guys. Right, right. You know, the movie starts off and... uh the bad guys have like a hit list of people that they're going to take out. Right. And Mike Lowry is on that list and not Marcus. Right. So we, at that point we know that it's going to, you know, that's going to be the focus. That's, that's, that was the focus, you know, killing those people and plus Mike Lowry. But we get to understand in the movie that that's what's the reason why he's going to hit list. And and be honest yeah. with you, it was a woman's uh, a woman um, scorn. She was very vindictive, all about a woman, and how she felt. Yes. Yeah, felt about how she was treated. <laughs> oh, yeah, like my goodness. But oh, by the way, I don't. Oh, let me see if I can pull up that actress. Man, she was fucking stacked. Was she banging? Like <laughs> she was. Uh, what was her name? The witch. Isabella. Yeah. <laughs> Isabella. Yeah. Right. I mean, she, her arms were. She was Jack, sir. Like she's a lifter. Like she was physically fit. Her name is Kate Del Castillo. Oh shit. Yeah. Yo, she. It looks like she's only been in, in a lot of telenovelas and a lot of uh, Spanish films. Oh, Queen of Queen of the South. That's, yeah. on, that's on Netflix. I thought it was on USA. No, well, I mean, it's I mean, I seen it on Netflix, so I guess it been I'm binge watching on Netflix. Man, she is nice. 
Yeah, but I mean, when I saw, I mean, after she did the little thing where she breaks out of prison. Was that, was that brutal, though, man? The way she was stabbing that lady? Yeah, just straight from the throat. Just, yeah. yeah, like, damn. And then, like, shit. <laughs> she doesn't look like anybody to mess with. No, man. She was a bad mamacita. I'm saying that right? Yeah, so I really, I really enjoyed her character, and I thought it played well. I thought there was some cheese in the movie, but there was... It was it, it was such a nice even blend of everything. Right, right. And then like I said before, I was I was telling a friend about it. it. Said don't go in here with thinking about it's like a Michael Bay movie where it's just like so much eye candy. It was explosions, but the, like you said, Michael Bay has this camera thing that he does in his movies. Um, what is it you said he does the um not the, did the, the 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 twirl around shot. Yeah, that like. The people are standing and like the the camera's low on them, and then the camera kind of spins around and comes up while they're looking off into the distance. Right. Yeah, yeah, they did that a couple of times through the movie to kind of. I don't know if it was like an homage to Michael Bay, or if they they just knew that was the feel of the other Bad Boys movies, and they wanted to keep it kind of true to the movies. But can, would you agree with me, though? I mean, there was more story in this movie rather than the other two. Because, honestly, man, they had a bigger budget on the second movie, I believe. I, if I read it. I would say did. they did. So. Yeah. The second one was like, oh, it, it, the second one felt kind of cheesy because they threw the whole Gabrielle Union. Right. Uh, oh, my sister's undercover. Let's go help her. Like, that felt kind of cheesy. And this this plot device for this movie isn't a whole lot better but it's it's just done it it, it was cheesy like it it was so the bad guy's got this list of people now that he's broken out and who are they going to take out and of course it's one of our main characters you know so it it wasn't a whole mind-blowing coolest story ever written it was very simple no, that's not my point. My point is, it's very, like you said, it's simplistic. It's very simple, but at the same time, man, it's different writers of this time around for this movie. I was looking at the, the uh, writers, and one of the writers is one uh, for a writer for um, National Treasure 3 I was reading the other day that it might get on Disney+. Plus. So all this Bad Boys for Life, Bad Boy 3 um, th- movie coming out, they was uh-huh. always, it was talking about National Treasure. You remember with Nicolas Cage and uh, I forgot the other guy's name. Um, but they were talking about doing that with Disney Plus. The same writer who's write who wrote Bad Boys Three said he's also going to be doing National Treasures. I, I'm going to say that I was not very impressed with the writing of Bad Boys Three. I but beg to differ. If you, I was impressed with the movie as a whole. It felt it was a nice, good action movie, but nothing was super outstanding for me. But the movie was just fun. Um, to me though, I mean, it was fun to watch. I, it was, it had some coyness in it. But the thing is, in the other two movies, man, it was like saying things for for the sake of saying things. It's just trying to sound, sound, sound cool. You know, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm saying I'm not grading it against the other Bad Boys movies. I'm grading it against every movie. Oh, so I'm not grading was, every movie because if that's the case, it's not the best story ever at all. I'm not even grading through that. No, the story. Out of the three, it's probably the best out of... Well, no, I think the first one was pretty... I think the story of the first one was good. 
then I think the story of the third one would be next and the story of the second one would be the last one. Right. If I had to rate them, but none of them are like phenomenal works of literature. Dude, I'm not saying they're the best thing out there. They're not the best work of literature yeah. at all. No, I'm talking about for I'm, I'm ranking it as for bad for for bad boys movies. The franchise. Well, you did not. Well, let me sir. let me clarify that, sir. As for the bad boys movies, I think this third movie was better written than the other it two. Was, it was okay. I think the first one had a pretty. I think the first one had the best plot. Right. You know, hookers. And, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like that made sense. Like that yeah. story. It's, they're in Miami. They hire some hookers. Hooker sees something she's not supposed to. Turns out she's not really a hooker. She doesn't want to give up information. Like that whole setup was a pretty solid de- delivery system for an action movie. And but then again, she was like the always the damsel in distress, whatever that part too. Also, but in this movie here, we have some strong female characters. Yeah, they did try to sprinkle it. They. they what what I one thing I noticed about this movie is they put all the diversity in this movie. Yes, they did. With putting your face in it, like I think the only white character was the you know the Joey Pantoliano. Yeah, Joey Pants. But everybody, oh, oh no, and the and the the, the young computer, tech guy, the computer guy. Yeah, yeah. But they did introduce you know they have the female bad guy, right? Strong female bad guy then they have uh the lieutenant the, the lieutenant the uh, special investigations lieutenant who's a strong female character right and they have like a weaker like female character which is vanessa hudgens yes and then they introduced the asian character that works with them so they really blended it all up i mean except for white people didn't get a <laughs> good representation there but but the guy, the guy and, was on and, coke. And the two, the two, uh, the two uh, bad guys were of Mexican, the Mexican lady and a Mexican uh, man, I, I believe. The son, at least Latin descent. Right. I don't know if they're Mexican, but so everybody was pretty well represented, and it didn't feel that it was thrown in your face. Like, hey, this is this right here. Like when you watch other movies, it's like. Oh well, they've simply cast these people to put it in your face. Like, look at us—we've got an all-female cast. Look at us—we've got an all-black cast. Look at us—we like. It didn't feel that way until you sit back and realize and be like, "Oh, dude, the captain is the only white dude in this movie." Yeah, yeah, he was, <laughs> man. It doesn't bother you because it's not—it's not. You're not looking at that, and it wasn't. You know, check out the diversity. Like, so that felt really good. It felt like a good way to do that. Yeah, I was looking at that. After watching the movie, I thought about it. So yeah, it was a lot of diversity in there. You know, you had a lead female character in the MO um, um, squad. They had the special, special squad. Unit. Special unit. You had her. Then you had the badass witch that Martin Lawrence called. <laughs> She's a witch, a bruja. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was re- it was really cool, and I appreciated that. And you know, the car chases were a little weaker than Michael Bay car chases. Yeah, I mean, Michael Bay car chases are the shit. So Dude, there's so many explosions, flying bodies in cars, had and everything. Good car chase in this, but it was not like Michael Bay car chases. Dude, what did you thought about the damn when they told him we're going to subdue them? We're going to use um, suppression. I mean, as far as the non non lethal non lethal um, <laughs> weapons. Oh. 
Yeah, I mean, some of that shit just was so not cool. It's not the way real police people would have handled it. So yeah, it was a movie. Because there's you, you, no way they're going in there with rubber bullets. Yeah, you kind of like I looked at you, dude. You like you looked at me like, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> he said, Nah, it's not going to happen. Okay, so for your listeners, for your listeners that may not have, may not know, I've got seven years military experience. Yeah. Six years military and seven years police experience. So when I see movies like this, I kind of know the appropriate way to address the situation. Right. And a lot of movies get it wrong. Well, that's Hollywood. This was, yeah. So this was no exception. I mean, they got it wrong, but it they weren't trying to get it right. No, they you weren't know, if a, right. if a movie like uh, End of Watch was to get it wrong, then we've got a problem. Because that's all the movie was about. I've never seen it. Well, it's about cops doing cop shit. And if if you do that wrong, then there's a problem. But if you're just making an action movie, then it's not quite as bad. Right, right. I see what your point. I see your point. But yeah, man, with those rubber bullets, man, he shot that dude in the head. <laughs> oh, that's right, man. So... I've seen this happen to people before. Right. Your, your nasal cavity is connected to the frontal area of your skull. Right. And when you bust, like break through, break some of the bones right there in the forehead or right above the eye socket, that whole area can fill up like a uh, like an airbag. Oh, man. Every, like you breathe in, and it could be like a frog stomach. It'll like breathe in and breathe out. Right, and it, it's all swollen, and one of the characters gets shot in the head with a beanbag, and lumps up. And then they make a really cool comedic scene. You know, Martin Lawrence has a little moment with that lump. Yo, because and he, he doesn't like shit like that. Remember, he tried to throws up and everything, like, oh, like, and then he starts pecking at it. <laughs> he is he is a bit of a weak stomach individual. <laughs> yes, he does, man. But that was, you know, what the comedic side of it was. Pretty tame, I think. To me, I mean, it was some funny moments. I think it was sprinkled. It, it was balanced out a little bit. It was balanced. Yeah, it's a comedy, so uh, I, th- I think it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's mostly on Martin Lawrence character Marcus because you know. It's, <laughs> but what was so cool though, man? They did reference a lot of things in previous movies, like his sister, Marcus' sister, that he dated. You know, Mike dated his sister. They, they said it briefly yeah. while they were driving. I did not think that was handled appropriately. Yeah. So then, but but the kicker they though, kind of glazed over it instead of like it was a big deal about him dating it. That was the whole second movie. Yeah. And then in this movie, you just say. Oh yeah, that one time you were dating my sister. You know, like what the fuck are you kidding me? Like you guys had no. And then Martin Lawrence like or uh, Will Smith's like I've only been in love once. And then at that point, Marcus is supposed to say, "Well, what about my sister, motherfucker?" Like <laughs> yep. there something there that wasn't there. Right. But you know what the kicker though was they brought back Reggie. For those who man, for Bad Boy Two, Reggie was the guy that came to pick up. Mark is um Mark, Martin Lawrence character's daughter for a date. Yeah, yeah, he came to pick up Martin's daughter Megan for a date, and then Will Smith and Martin Went give in. him give him all kinds of hell trying to pick her up. Yeah, who the fuck and is then, it? <laughs> yeah, fuck you you're, too, you're too tall. <laughs> you're like a ludicrous, ludicrous motherfucker. <laughs> you know, and then uh, it turns out he was in the Marine Corps, right? And 
and uh, still dating her. And so that was pretty cool. The, that that was a really welcomed, like, oh, shit, kind of thing. And that's Much a- like the cameo from uh, the uh, Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. Yeah, man. That was, I was not expecting that, man. But like I said, they threw him a bone. Like, hey, man, you made these other two movies. We put you in like for five seconds, you know. <laughs> I was like, okay. Give you a speaking role. That way you can get your residual check. Yes. I'm like, damn. Hey, there you go, Will Smith. Because Will Smith was a, is a producer of this movie also. And, you know, one of them. Yeah, he's, he's one of them, yeah. The other one, Jerry Breckheimer, too. So he was in all three movies. But, yeah, man, I think that oh, was that was a nice bone. Scrolling the internet, uh, Disney is going to keep the 20th Century yes. brand. But not 20th Century Fox. It's just gonna be called 20th Century. I saw that. I saw that. And also the Searchlight I Division too. To pop under, it'll be a 20th Century production. Yeah, 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 man. But I, I, like I said though, man, out of all the three movies, man, I think Bad Boys for Life and Bad Boys Three is the best. I'm sorry. I think 95, one in 95, does not. How can I say this? It doesn't age well as far as what's, what's happening now I guess but yeah but I don't know I think number three is the best for me man I, I usually say the, number, the first movie is the best of all but I'm sorry man number three to me this is that's my opinion is the best of all of the three yeah I, I cannot fully agree because without the first one there is nothing else but I think the, I think it's definitely fun and way better than the second one. Oh, man, it's way better than the second one, dude. There's no contest on that at all. You know, it's way better than the second one. So, I mean, okay, I'm going to do my ratings. Um, I'm going to give a rating from one through five. And five all is right. the highest. What is your rating all for right. Bad Boys 3? For I me, mean, Bad Boy 3. I'm going to go probably four. Okay. May- yeah, maybe a little less, but four, yeah. Okay, and for me, it's always it's it's also a four too. Um, I like you said, it's not the best writing, but it's the best writing for this franchise. Not for no other. I'm not comparing to no other movie. The writing to me was better than two, way better than two, and I think it was better yeah. than one. I'm sorry, I man. Think, you know, I think it would have done pretty well as a summer, as a summer blockbuster. But I guess what they were fighting is the. It's been so long. You know, since the last one, would they have gotten the audience? Yeah. I guess that didn't release it in the summer because it, to me, it has all the makings of a good summer movie. But who want to go up against a damn superhero movie during the summer right now? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think this... this summer doesn't have a whole lot of superhero movies, I don't think. That's true. Black Widow, Morbius, and that's it. I can't, that, I know so far. Oh, yeah, but dude, Birds of Prey is going to be terrible. Oh, my goodness. My goodness, man. I'm not going to see that movie, dude. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm going to catch the bootleg. <laughs> I will not catch no bootleg. I will catch nothing. Nothing at all. You're, you're a true comic. You're a comic book person. You're going to watch it. Down the line, I will. But, I mean, I'll wait. I'll wait just like I did for Venom. I'll wait. You know? I mean, I'll do that. But, you know, I think it was the best time for them to bring out Bad Boys 3 because, look here, man, January, the beginning of the year. I mean, there's usually no action movies around this time of year anyway. I think that was a smart marketing move on Sony to do because Sony actually needs some money makers, man, because Spider-Man made it, making his money, but 
outside of Spider-Man for Sony, they have not made, they have not been a franchise that really made them the money at all. You should yeah. think about it, man. So maybe Bad Boys 3 can give them something, a, a, a good push in the beginning of 2020, man, for as far as profit. Hopefully. I hope so. So, I mean, speaking of um, making profit, yo, man, um, I heard you got a book coming out, dog. I am in the process of putting out my first comic book. Yes. Oh, good. Yes, yes. So I did a comic book, and I had planned to do a Kickstarter for it. Uh-huh. And I, I, you know, I wrote it. I did almost all the art. Like, I did enough artwork for it. I got... I don't want to break it all down. This isn't a whole podcast oh, about no. this shit. But I created a comic book. <laughs> that's, that's, that's... And, I, and I finished it. And I was going to do a Kickstarter for it. But right as I was ramping up to promote the Kickstarter, I was approached by a publisher. And the publisher says, hey, man, do you want, to pro- you want us to publish that book for you? So I had to put my, I had to put my Kickstarter on hold. And, uh... Now we're waiting for the official word. Oh, that's that's cool, man. You finally created a book, a comic book. So in May of 2020, somewhere you're going to see Loggerhead. Loggerhead, Loggerhead, he's a big-ass snapping turtle man, yes. Snapping turtle man, I like that. (laughs) Snapping turtle man, yeah. That's cool, man. That's nice. You finally got a book. It's in the universe. It's out there now. It's going to be the first of many, I hope. Hey, man, it will. It will. That's, that's, that's cool, man. So, people, check out Loggerhead when it come out, man. Yeah. Go, go to your – whenever publisher it is, if you find out about it, look in previews. It might be in previews. Check it out. It might be in previews starting next month, so and who knows? Who knows? Go to your local comic book shop and make your, um, an order. You Put know, it on your pull list. The pull list. If you do my listeners, if you got a nice pull list – Put loggerhead in your pull list. See that? I there? figure listeners should have a pull list, right? Say what? Say that again. I figure your listeners should have a pull list. Most of them should be comic book guys. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Guys, gals, gals. That's good, man. Big books. I gave you some comic books. Did you able to wipe them off? Nope, couldn't do it. What do you mean? You didn't try, or they didn't come off? They didn't or? come. Didn't come off. Oh, what you have to do is you have to take another Sharpie uh-huh. and Sharpie over the old Sharpie, and then it'll rub off. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that. That's a trick. See, there you go. I learn something new every day. Something new. You know, speaking of comic books being made and created. Yes, sir. So I got one in the making. You're making a comic book? Yes, I'm making a comic book, man. Now, are you an artist? I'm a writer. I'm Do you have an un- unseen art that I have not seen before? I think you've seen some of my pages already, Brian. I'm talking about your artwork. Oh, so I was, I'm, I'm playing naive here. You're playing naive. No, I'm not, I haven't put nothing out there yet. All right. So you wrote a comic book is what you're telling me. Yeah. So far, the, the, the script is done. And so far, um, I have three penciled already. And I'm in the process of... Um, Getting more done. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna give out the name as of yet. I want to get farther into it, and I'm gonna talk more about it. I want to at least have more stuff done to it. But like I said, I'm on. I'm in the process 
of creating my yeah. own book. That's awesome, man. Put moving forward is the biggest thing you can do. Just standing still sucks so bad. Mm. No one ever gets anything done standing still. No. Mm-mm. So I was talking to a friend. She was talking about how this guy has this thing called about positive thinking. You know, he's saying that um, bring it into existence as far as saying, you know. Yeah, something into existence. Yes, yes. She was talking that today. To, she was talking about it today to me. And then she was talking about, you know what? I've been thinking about stuff like that. We always talk to her friend about bringing things into existence, talking it up and stuff like that, just having an attitude and just doing it, you know? So, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy right now. So yeah, nothing, nothing is as cool as seeing something that was in your head come together and, and like be a real thing. Yeah, that's true. That's so true, man. So, like I said, I'm finished with the first script and the book. The first book is in production. Production, but I'm working on. Like I said, I think I was telling you one day I got the outline for the second book. So it's always ideas in my head, man. You know, I always got to put them down, put them down. And you know, when you got the ideas in your head, just write them down. Then go from there. Then you play. You like you said, you play it in your head how you want everything to turn out from the beginning to the middle to the end. So that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Are you going to get the, you know, three or four pages complete and then try to do a Kickstarter to raise the rest of the money? No, I'm or just going straight out, pay them out. Pay for it? I'm going to have them pay for it. And then try to do a Kickstarter after. Right. All right. I'm going to do it that way, man. So hopefully. That's the way I was going to do it. Yeah, that's that's my plan. So hopefully. I want I, if I have everything. My deadline is April. I was talking oh, to my colorist, and I was talking. I said I was going to meet up with the colorist and the ink, not the inker, but the penciler. And I said, well, I want to set a date. She said, my penciler. She usually get the work done. He said she might be end up finishing in April. I said that'd be just cool. <laughs> yeah, but if your penciler's done in April, then you still got to send it off to colors and letters, letters and everything like that. Yeah. <laughs> But so when is the book supposed to come out, you're saying? I want to have it come out in August. Oh, I thought you just said April. No, I mean, I mean, I want to get... How can I say this over? The pencil should be uh, finished in April. Now, okay. as far as the letterer and everything, like the letterer and um, the inker and the, I mean, the colorist, hopefully the colorist be done, um, give me like two months afterwards. But I want I want the book to come out in the summertime. To be honest with you, to get everything all together, I don't want to have I want to have step and I want to half-ass my stuff. Talk after the podcast because you can do all of that at the same time. Right. So you don't have to wait for one thing to be complete before you move on to the next step. Right. Because I was doing stuff in like batches of four and five, so I get four pages done. I'd send it off to go get colored. And then when those four or five pages got done, then you can start lettering them so that by the time that the, you pencil the last pages, those are the last pages to get done. And then the whole project's done shortly after that. Right. So I was just thinking about, man, I mean, if I have, I want to have some stuff done for Heroes, honestly, because I'm, oh, wow. I'm going to Heroes in, um, this, this summer. So I want to have some stuff with me. Like, what do you mean you want to have some stuff? Like, it's stuff, just what's... like sample pages and stuff like that. 
Um, if I don't have the book finished Put together, an ash can. Yes, yes, yes. So, so like five stories, a summary, and like what the cover looks like. Right. And all right, I, and then what are you gonna do? Are you gonna give it away at at, at Heroes? Yeah, I'm gonna give it away because I'm gonna be there. I think I'm gonna be leaving with Mark, Mark and uh, Mark and um, I'm probably sitting at his table. That's a good one. No, no way. <laughs> Say what? I said no, no way. Uh, yeah, so I will be sitting at his table more. More than likely, I will be sitting there. You might as well just say that's what you're doing. Yeah, more likely, my ass. <laughs> I'm being modest. No, you're not. <laughs> what you want? What being Brian? What I'm being Brian? You just you you're just saying I'm going to be at his table because I'm I'm going to be. He's going to. You're just going to be at his table. I'm gonna be it's at no his table. if. It's no if. It's no maybe or no. You're going to be at his table. I'm going to be at his table. Um, Majority, right. majority of the time there. <laughs> I'll just say it like that. Then. Unless that? you're shopping. Unless I'm shopping. But I'm going to do less shopping this year, dude. I'm going to be more promoting. Yeah, well, you won't have any money to be doing shopping. I Hell got gotcha. no. I'm not going to do no shopping, man. I'm, I'm doing promoting my book. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, well, good, man. I, I will be in Birmingham that weekend. Yeah, I, w- I usually be with you that year. Every some that past, what, two years or three years now? Yeah, they they didn't get another. They they just got stuck with this weekend because the hotel didn't have any other weekends to give them. Right. Yeah, I need. So it won't happen again. I need to talk to you about cons. I looked at your lineup, man. You got a con in Kusakon. 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 Yeah. Where is that? Uh, Rome, Georgia. Okay, that's a one-day event, right? As far as I know, you looked at the sheet, not yeah, I me. I think it's the twenty eighth. I think you said I wanted to event. I might, I might want to yeah, ride with one, you, dude. That's the one Shane and Dustin told me to go to. Okay. Oh so yeah. So Kusakon, and then Calhoun is another one day show. Right. Calhoun is February first, mm. and then Pensacon, and then River Region, and then Kusakon. Kusa, Kusa. in Rome. <laughs> So um, that's that's cool, man. So that's it, dude. I mean, you got any other things you need to say? Because I'm, I, we basically said what your conventions are and what, what you got going going on for the rest of the year. I mean, the summer and stuff. So I guess we yeah. want people to keep an eye out for Loggerhead and check out my social media for any kind of updates. Because I'm going to be having some Loggerhead swag that I'm going to be uh, getting rid of and dealing with and stuff and selling. So. Might be a good time to get some limited edition stuff. Cool, cool, cool. And for you guys, like I said, I got a book coming out. I'm not going to give you the title as yet, but you can check me out at justbeingamers.com. You also go check me out at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And Brian, thanks for coming along, man. Thank you, man. Brian Silverbacks with a Y and a B-A-X. And Just Being Amos, podcast in peace. Just being a